This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hour number three, PJ Glasser here with Jim Rodriguez. Great show so far, Jim, and it's going to get a whole lot better. We're going to keep the golf conversation going here with the Genesis Invitational starting tomorrow at Riviera Country Club and bring in our next guest, Jeff Feinberg uh, from Mayo Media Network, Odds Checker, and Bet Spurts Golf. Jeff, appreciate you joining us, man. How's everything going? Everything is going well. Happy to uh, happy to talk golf, another big elevated event. Yeah, man. And uh, I've been talking about it throughout the show. I was telling Jim that excluding the majors, Genesis Invitational is probably my favorite event, the fields that it attracts, Riviera being such a great course. Where does the Genesis Invitational rank for you as your handicap in golf throughout the year? Excluding the majors, where would you say this one this one ranks for you? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be right at the top of the non-majors. That You could say there's maybe a little trifecta of events. Uh, you know, Genesis, maybe Torrey Pines, Memorial, obviously. But maybe Genesis and Memorial in the modern times are the most important to win for a player. Getting to win, shake Tiger's hand. Getting to win, shake Jack's hand. I almost joke that if you are able to win both of those events while both of those guys are alive, it's almost like a like a mini major of of some kind. So yeah, Genesis with Tiger's involvement, especially, um, it will be his tournament forever. I think it, and now the elevated status, it it could be the most prestigious non-major. I won't argue with you on that. Jeff, I'm, I, I always find, you know, I think competition is good. And I think because of live now, all of a sudden, it's been a good kick in the butt for the PGA. You know, we know we know the, the wild scene, the fun scene that the Phoenix Open is. And we see guys now playing in back-to-back tournaments to, to, to be here at, at the Genesis Open. Where do you think uh, the players' perspectives going into this? Because obviously it's Tiger. Obviously it's a high-profile event. But at the same time, it's about pushing their brand and the brand of their league, no? Yeah, 100%. And again, it's an elevated event, just like last week. Um, these are our premium purses. It was a $20 million purse last week with nearly with over $3.5 million to the winner. And it is, I guess, the tour, or in many ways, a you know, a, some of the money that they have found for the players. And it would probably blow some people's minds just how much the guys finishing in even 30th place uh, can make this week. So, yes, there is the element of Tiger, but 
these are now cash events and some guys love the prestige of a major and there's other guys who probably consider themselves uh, straight cash players. So maybe these are the ones where they want to rise even, even more. So we will, we will see, but it's created a weird dynamic to have these sorts of fields back to back weeks. And then uh, we'll go into a bit of a lull and then right back into the players. And then we'll, we'll catapult into master's season, which is 50 days away as of yesterday. Oh, love that. 50 days away. Jeff, let's start diving into to the field a little bit. Two guys that I know are going to be pretty popular this week. Adam Scott, 11 top five. Uh, he's in the last seven years, he's finished in the top 11 five times. He loves this course, as you know. And then Victor Hovland's played it twice, and he has two top five finishes. What are your thoughts on those guys this week? Do you think they can keep it going? Wouldn't be shocked by either of them. Uh I have bet on Victor Hovland at 33 to 1. I am here for the ceiling week of Victor. When you do bet on Victor, you kind of need to take the chance that well you're so, when you bet on Victor to win, you are betting that he goes unconscious with the irons because if he does need to scramble is where he can find his trouble, but he has shown an ability um to just dominate some of the harder holes on tour and I think his game can fit perfectly here. Adam Scott is the wizard of Riviera. He's got that that win a few years ago. I believe it was in 18 and he continues to show up here and play outstanding and he leads to a lot of narratives that correlate us with a Masters uh, correlation to Augusta. So many Masters champions or guys that just have played well at the Masters, top fives, top tens, uh, can have great Riviera track records as well. Maybe it is the green surfaces, but whatever it is, Adam Scott has those absolutely nailed. Yeah, you know, he is top plus 850, top five, plus, you know, four to one, top 10 for Adam Scott. Now, we know the big three right now. You know, John Rahm, he's, a, he's the favorite to win the tournament at, at BetMGM at plus 750. Scheffler, you know, he, he just won the, the Phoenix Open last week. And of course, there's Rory McElroy. So we know those big three. Is there anybody else that you could look at in terms of maybe a long shot to win the tournament or even, you know, in the top five, top ten that really would say, hey, I would look at this in terms of the great value bet? Um, well, as we've sort of seen in the last calendar year on tour, guys, even discussing long shots, like I have friends who are long shot betters. They're just putting their hands in their pocket and feeling nothing but but cloth because they're out of – I don't want to say they're out of money. They're doing it responsibly always. But even when we're at these lower fields, the better players, the lower odd players are just winning. When we go to elevated events, it seems even more likely. So um, obviously going beyond the top three, there's still, and in front of long shots, there's still other opportunities. But it is crazy to see what has happened just with looking at the odds as to who is winning P- on PGA events. And we're always looking like that last week. You're always trying to find who's going to be this this week's Nick Taylor, you know, a long shot to give a sniff. And I don't even know if you're talking about that long or just anyone but the big three. But I would say if you're bend outrights right now on the PGA Tour, especially in elevated events, after 50 to 1, you, you probably like that might even be too far. That might even be farther than than the cutoff. But um, going into those 30s, I think there are opportunities. Sam Burns off a 64-68 on the weekend last last week in Phoenix is getting his momentum back. 
Uh, he's a natural born winner. There were early in the weeks, so you'd think Patrick Cantley lost a limb, guys. There were 30 to ones out there on the open. No, that's just because Patrick Cantley is so boring. People don't care about him. When he's playing well, his number will drop. But when he sort of just misses a cut in Phoenix, there's an opportunity to get a nice number on Cantley at a course he loves. So those are guys in the 30s like Hovland, who I have identified um going farther back in some ways in the outright market does seem like a lost cause although sometimes i can't i can't resist either i promise i got a few jeff i gotta talk to you about these wake forest guys willie z didn't play last week he's back and a lot of people just like him because of how the course sets up for him how good he is a driver of the golf ball and then cam young he played this course last year for the first time finished second Cam was a guy that played great in all the big events last year. What do you make of, of them this week? Do you like Cam or Will? Okay, so when I woke up on Monday and saw the odds on Will Zalatoris north of 30 to 35 to 1, even 40s, I didn't think there'd be a way in any way we'd be sitting here now that I'd yet to pull a trigger on Will Zalatoris. But I haven't. And I will only say it in this way. Sometimes, you know, you can, there's only so many guys you can bet. I like to bet anywhere from four to six to, you know, win what I want and have fun. And depending on those odds, but you're almost trying to find reasons not to bet guys when trying to like knock guys off your list and create a final betting card on the PGA Tour. Week in, week out. And Will Zalator's not playing last week is such a red flag for me. He's the only player in the top 25 in the world who did not play. It was a $20 million purse. This is so unfortunate for Will because that injury came at a time where he had to miss the FedEx Cup, which is essentially free money. Now we're already into 2023 and the same injury is lingering and has cost him an elevated event last week. Clearly, Will made a decision. I can't go back to back. The Genesis suits me more than the Phoenix. But I will just raise the question, is it possible to win right now without your A game in a field like this? That is just where I'm, I've bet Will so much. I was on his win last year. I was on all those close losses. I'll be happy for him if he wins. But right now, I just can't get there. And I, there's people I trust who are just like, it's 40 to 1. It's Will Zalatoris. We call that an auto bet. And I'm not going to argue against that strategy either. But there's so many balls in the air for me when it comes to Will right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jeff, speaking of, of back-to-backs, I, I was kind of stunned when I saw this, and I just wanted to see what your take on it was. Obviously, the back-to-back uh, theme. You know, Obviously, we saw uh, Scheffler had, had five wins in the last 13 months, but never in a back-to-back situation. Same thing with Rom. Now, Rory has four wins, but two of those were back-to-back. How much of that do you think is going to play into between Phoenix and L.A.? 
years ago, I used to think all the top golfers are looking back. They followed the Tiger model and that he would sort of not play the weeks before majors. He would sort of do his own work. And a lot of guys in wanting to be like Tiger sort of copied that model thinking he knows best. These newer modern players have realized I need to be I need to be in not only in form, I need to have positive results. All the recent trends show no one is winning these majors without positive results going into them. And if I can get on fire, I don't want to take time off. I want to stay on fire. So maybe these guys do like the fact that it is um, back-to-back. Winning is hard in general. But we saw a lot of guys string wins together. Tony Finau did it last year. There were a lot of events last year I was like, Well, just by year, like just, you know, just by like the finite of the odds of going back to back, I sometimes don't even want to consider a guy the week after he's won. But these guys nowadays, it feels like they're so ready to roll right in. They they roll their form right into the next event. Um, The way Scheffler's performing around the greens, he's rarely ever even putting for par uh, of distance. He's, He's scary how good he is now. And I make all my bets this week afraid of all those guys at the very top, but I would acknowledge the form of Rory, Rom, and Scheffler is what's given us that bump and that very attractive 30-to-1 range, in my opinion. Do you see any value, or are you scared off at all at the fact that Rory and Justin Thomas are playing with Tiger this week? Do you think that could almost help them because they're such good friends with them, they're so excited that he's playing, or do, do you think that's not really a factor at all? Old, old Rory openly acknowledged he felt Tiger playing with him cost him two strokes around, which a lot of people at the time may have just said, like, that's a really defeated mindset because you're going to get stuck with them a bit. He's sort of come off that in recent years. Justin Thomas is the one player on tour who's actually proven to play quite well with Tiger. He's played very well with Tiger in Riviera. They've been matched up before. Of the guys under 20 to 1, Justin Thomas is would be my favorite player of that group. And when you find yourself feeling like maybe you should only be betting within the small group of super elites in an elevated event, that would be um, my favorite pick. So Justin Thomas is the rare breed where, I mean, it can be boomer bust, but him and Tiger have such a good relationship and he's been pretty, he's been proven to be pretty good at showing off for lack of a better term for Tiger. Yeah. Well, Justin Thomas, plus 333 to finish top five, plus 150 to go top 10. Speaking of Tiger, obviously 125 to one to win the thing. Uh, If we were going to have some fun bets with this, because that's also, you know, we we can dream, we can have a good time. If you go to BetMGM, there's some cool little specials. You know, is he going to be bogey free at 22 to one? Is he going to eagle or birdie the first hole, which is always, you know, a, a, a good way to start at, 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 at Riviera, what what kind of bets would you be looking into for Tiger at all this week? So I'm excited to see him play, and I don't, I'm really unsure what my expectations are for him. Tiger Woods is golfing on our television, and that's enough for me to be interested. There's nothing, part of me, I'll say this, I'm tempted to pick on Tiger, and that seems like a very common theme this week. Uh, there haven't really been matchups, though. I've seen, like, Luke Donald's a matchup going around. I'm not really looking to invest in that. And there isn't sort of the buyback, the payoff. The juice isn't worth the squeeze for me to get 
a boosted number to cheer against Tiger. I'm not betting it. I just want to see him play well. My expectation is, I mean, naturally there should be struggles, but he's proven us wrong so many times before. I am actually most curious, guys, if maybe we can get a commitment this week for something before the Masters. Uh, Mm. That's sort of where my thought is with Tiger this week. Because I'd hope if he comes out of this one feeling decent, then there'll be one more start in him, I think, as a tune-up for Augusta. Yeah, that's that's a good point there, Jeff. We appreciate the time, man. We're up against a break. Enjoy uh, the Genesis Invitational. A lot of fun breaking it down with you. All the best, guys, anytime. That was Jeff Feinberg on the ByThePhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. Jen, that was awesome, man. I'm even more fired up for the Genesis Invitational. That was awesome. We come back. We're going to break down tonight's NBA slate, give our picks and thoughts on that here on Beck UL Daily. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez, we will be right back.